The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Business Bros! Bros. (laughs) Dude. Dude. Sometimes you just gotta rock out, man. Mm. Hit it, hit it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> total nerds, total nerds. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Total all right, nerds. All right, all right, total nerds. Nerding out, nerding out. Nerding out, rocking out, whatever. Doing our it thing. Is, it, it, we're always doing our thing, dude. That's just how we roll. You know, hey, um, so I'm trying to get my students to get comfortable with creating content, right? Because we're uh, today we're going to be talking about genius of the year and I'm teaching my kids what I learned in the 16 week program. Uh, and part of it is you got to get comfortable with creating content, right? Like you have mm-hmm. to get comfortable with putting stuff out. So I went to the archives and I went to oh. episodes negative one, negative two and negative three. Wow. The ones where you had hair. The ones where I had hair, dude. So I pulled them up on YouTube. I pulled them up on YouTube. Uh, and, oh, man. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll I know. It. You're going to look for it. You're going to look I for it. You. Okay. Go so, ahead. Keep going. so here's the story. When I told the class, I was like, look, uh, 12 years ago, because that's what it says according to YouTube. 12 years ago, I started doing videos similar to what we're doing now. Very not as good. Uh, and I was like, look, I'm going to show you this. And I want you to tell me. Would you buy from this guy? Listen to this guy? It, it, it does it sound very good at all? Is there any energy behind that voice? Uh, and they were, you know, mostly they were tripping out because I had hair, right? But I showed it to them. And I was like, do you guys see that this is 12 years ago? This is how bad I was, right? Are you looking for it? Are you trying to is find it? it? Inv- is it no, 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 no. This is the investment one. Never mind. It's in uh, the great one. Great, great one. Great ones rents. All right. Keep going. So anyways, uh, so I, I showed it to them. I showed them the video and it was horrendous. Aside from the fact that I had hair, I have zero energy. Um, you know, I, I'm not a very good speaker. It, it's, it's bad. Oh, I found it. I found it. Let me, you got let it. Me... All right. You do it. All right. I'm like, so, ah, I don't know where the heck you had it. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to share my screen just so you guys can see how bad this was. Right, compared to the business pros where we're at today, compared to where we're at today. Okay, here it is. And pull it up on the screen. None with hair. A couple things I want to say. Look, I got three videos on this channel. Seven whole subscribers. Here you go. There you go. I got seven whole subscribers, right? And I got three videos 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Look at this good looking guy, right? All right. So if you're taking that. Wow. Look at this. There's a difference between your income and expenses. And Holy crap. Young face. Payment or how much you can afford on a month-to-month basis. Oh, you can factor in the rent right now and include it with your, with your cash flow. Now, this so is horrible. A better number of what it is on a month-to-month basis that you can afford. I'm talking about financial strategies. I'm talking about buying a house. I'm talking about these things. But it is not very good. Right? I mean, it is horrible. Yeah, it's not what it is today. 
It's not what it is today. So I'm showing them this in class, right? I'm showing them as, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to mute this, but you guys can kind of see me still talking. Look at how there's no energy. There's nothing behind this guy. Like, I mean, aside from that, he's a younger looking version of me and he has hair, right? Mm. There is, there was nothing behind it. But then I showed him an episode that we did like, you know, a day before, a day or two ago when we had, uh, when we had Cootie Mac on the show, right? Mm-hmm. And I just show them the first couple minutes and it's drastic. It's night and day. They're like, oh yeah, it's way better. You guys are awesome now. Like, well, you know, all this energy. And I tell them, I'm like, look, what you're seeing right now is episode negative three. What you're mm-hmm. seeing that we've done today is episode 792. There is a lot between negative three and 792. There's a lot of practice that goes into that, right? A lot of hours. And a lot of hours. And and what's really astonishing and amazing to me is thinking back and the lost opportunity, right? What if I would have kept at it? Yeah, what if I would have kept at it back then? Mm. You know, 12 years ago, there wasn't as much competition on YouTube. 12 years ago, there wasn't as much competition on podcasts anything yeah youtube facebook 12 years ago 12 years ago 2009 i mean the iphone it, it the iphone took off in 2007 so in 2009 people were still barely using their smart devices barely like barely that that all of that stuff was still very very new so if I did, if I'd have kept up with it, I mean, imagine where we would have been today. Less competition. I would have got better at public speaking. I would have had a larger network a lot earlier. Where we're at today, I feel like we're just getting started, and we're three years in. I could have had a nine-year head start. What a huge following! A big difference. I mean, right. so many potential opportunities lost because I did the one thing that most people do when they suck at something, when they're not good at something. Gave up. I quit. You know, I've been talking about this all week. Winners win, losers lose, right? And the, the biggest problem is that you're not, it's not that you are incapable. It's that you're unwilling. That guy from 12 years ago, that version of me from 12 years ago quit. I was unwilling to continue because I looked at it and I was like, ugh, this is horrible. I suck. Ugh. Losers always whine about their best. Exactly, right? That's exactly what happened. And I quit. I quit. I'm urging you not to quit. I started to, so why do so we that, end up that's starting the to, message? That's the message that you're sending to your, to your high schoolers right now is don't freaking quit. Like keep pushing. Not just that is I know you're going to suck when you start. Mm. Like it's okay to not be good at the beginning. When you started walking, you didn't just get up and walk as an infant you crawled, right? And you, you kind of picked yourself up and you fell down, but you kept going. Nothing was going to stop you from walking. Same thing Rocket today. might judge you from the side, but <laughs> just, just, a, just a little bit, right? Rocket raccoon. That doesn't. Oh, uh, but now we decided to start this podcast, and so we started going at it. And uh, the whole reason behind it is because I, I, I was following the advice of of my real estate coach. I was following the advice of Gary Vee, who said something very simple. They're like, "Look, if you're going to be in business, you need to be a media company first everything else second. And the idea was simple. This is how we're going to get in front of people and tell them what it is we do. This is how we're going to market. This is how we're going to create a brand. And so and, you know, we I, went I just, on that I, journey. Just to touch on this uh, from from like my experience and, and the things that, that I've seen. So yeah, I mean, that's definitely what you learned, what you uh, picked up from Gary Vee is be a marketing company first. And 
in the meantime, you know, I, I was right beside you, you know, building the insurance company that we have right now. And to this point, like even, even now, like seven years in, we haven't put a ton into marketing. Like that's all starting to change now because of what you've learned and because of the things that like everything that we've learned over the years, I'm, I'm finally starting to see it now, seven years later, be a marketing company first, because these, this ability to create buzz, this ability to generate leads, this ability to create markets, like that's, that's the number one thing that most businesses need Black. customers. Yes. That's exactly it. That's, that's exactly it. Now, when we started, we had no clue what we were doing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, I was like, James, we're going to do this podcast. And we're like, <laughs> right? Like, I don't want to yep. do it, right? But what the hell, you're crazy. Give me some beers. But exactly. But every day, we did it anyways. Every yep. day, we got a little bit better. Every day, we were learning something new. We went from just audio to adding video to adding, you know, lower thirds and logos and, and creating, you know, clips. And then we started, you know, playing with our social media. Like, everything we learned it wasn't just learning. It was learning and implementing, learning and implementing, learning and implementing over and, and over and making a ton of mistakes. We made a ton of mistakes. We made, we spent a lot of money on different things, different subscriptions, different coaching, different trials, all kinds of stuff that we've done to try to improve this thing called marketing and advertising. That's really what it comes down to customer acquisition. Yep. And so out comes Billy Jean stuff, right? I mean, he's been out for a long time, but in, in he comes into our circle, into my life, right? And, mm -hmm. and so I started learning all, a lot of great things that we start implementing into our business and we start getting results, right? We start seeing things happen because of the things that I start implementing. So Billy Jean offers this 16-week certification program and basically it's like soup to nuts, right? It's everything from you know, what is a purpose of a marketer all the way through, this is how you define, design your master funnel that has everything from text sequences, email sequences, uh, you know, follow-up strategies, everything already built in, like everything from, from beginning to end. And it's a 16-week course and it's not easy. I mean, it has, you, you show up to class once a week and then there's a lot of work that goes into it because it's not just learning something, it's learning something and applying it. One of his core values is learn something new every day and apply it. Like that's just it. Mm -hmm. That's what we have to do. And so every assignment was not just an assignment theoretical like you do in school. It was, okay, you learned it, now go do it. And so now you start to implement. And you know, 16 weeks of that in full force. And here's the thing, there's 150 people that signed up for this course. Right? 150 people going through this. Uh, and as, as I'm going through, I'm I'm you know, learning from different people. But at the same time, I'm noticing that it takes a while for people to turn in their work. And, <laughs> and, and I'm trying to turn stuff in too, right? I'm trying to figure some stuff out. And every once in a while, somebody will turn stuff in. I'm like, okay, I got an idea how that works. And then I would, I would start to turn my in. First, it was like, you know, I'd come in second or third turning stuff in. And then I kind of started getting a, a, a more of a groove. Why? Because we'd been doing this for three years at this point. So when it came down to, hey, create a PDF this way and, you know, clip photos and add text, I could do that, right? At this it. point, when I started the 16-week program, I had been doing things like this for a while. Hey, create this landing page, add a logo, add this, add this. Cool, no problem. Why? 
Because I read Russell Brunson, all three of his, uh, um, yeah, Russell Brunson's all three of his books, mm-hmm. all of his dot com secrets, traffic secrets, mm-hmm. his uh, expert secrets. I was in, in click funnels. funnels. I went through one funnel away. I was playing through all these with all these things already. I was already doing a lot of what Billy was implementing. The difference was he was showing me strategy on how to do these things, right? It's like I can play with Legos forever, but unless I have the instructions on how to build the Death Star, my Legos are never going to look as cool because I don't have the instructions to follow. I don't have a set, a guideline to put, point me in that direction. Right. And so as I'm going through these things, the assignments are assigned. And yes, it's a lot of work, but a lot of the work I had already done, a lot of the processes I had already learned. So after about week three or four, when he assigned something, my assignment's the first one to pop up or the second one to pop up. And so people are taking notes on what I'm doing and then implementing themselves, right? And this starts to go consistently for the next 16 weeks. It got to a point where we're literally creating entire funnels, you know, towards the last few weeks. And it's taken me like that to do them because I've had three years of practice, right? And then comes the big day. It's like it's right. like those 16 weeks were just sharpening your skills like you've been doing this uh it, it it's like using your Lego analogy somebody gave you a bucket of Legos when you were a kid and you just started messing with them and you just started building things and you just you know would put things together and it was pretty good right but then when you signed up for the Billy Jean thing it's like somebody gave you the instructions to the Death Star mm-hmm. and then you were like oh now I got it now I got the planet killer. Let's do this. Watch out now, right? That's really what it was. That's exactly what it was. And so then comes graduation day. And <laughs> I mean, Billy went all out on this one, rented out Petco Park. It's where the Padres play, right? Right. We, got, we walk in through uh, right field, on the field, right? Walking down first base. We're sitting right behind home plate. He's got, he's got uh, Les Brown as one of the main speakers. Uh, John I mean, Asaroff. John Asaroff is, is another speaker. He's got a cafe as, you know, playing concert. And of course, Billy's doing his thing as, as well. Uh, and the cool thing is when we get there, we're all kind of waiting outside of the stadium to be let in. And you know which ones are the genius graduates because we're wearing all black. We were told mm-hmm. we're all black, right? Blackout. Yep. So we're all wearing all black. And I blackout, show up. Blackout. 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 And when I show up and... Something strange starts happening when I show up. Uh, first of all, most people who are in this course are from other places other than San Diego, right? So I was fortunate enough because Billy's office is here in San Diego that I come into the studio every day. And so I'm live in person and I get the benefits of talking to Billy and doing that sort of stuff. And everybody else that is in the course, I see on the giant screen that he has in the studio. And I see their face with their name on a Zoom screen. I mean, you guys all know how Zoom works. Like, just like you're seeing right now, my name's right here on the screen. So, you know, if you see somebody's face and you're like, oh, what's his name? You can look in the corner and there's, there's a name. But I show up to Petco Park and I recognize, you know, about 100 faces, but I don't got that cheat code with their name anymore, <laughs> right? Like, that's <laughs> a weird little feeling. And so for me, it was like, I was like, I, I was, it was weird because I, I, I recognize these people. But then I didn't know their names. And as I go up to them, they knew my name. 
Right. And that was, that started to, at first it was one, Shit. you know, first, first it was one or two and they're like, Hey man, you know, thank you very much. You know, I really, I really appreciate you putting in the time to do the homework. I was learning from you. And I was like, Oh, thanks man. That's awesome. And then the next person would say it. And then the next person would say it. And then the next person would say it. And I was, I started to feel what? like really blown away. I'm like, all of a That's sudden I'm like, what? cool, dude. Like, you know, I felt like I, you know, for me, I was working really hard because I wanted to become better at my craft, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. What I didn't realize is that in, in completing my assignments, I was also paving the way for my fellow geniuses nice. to learn from what I was doing. They would look at my assignments and be like, okay, that's what he was talking about. That's how he described that. Oh, that's how he laid it out, right? They were using my stuff as a template. And so when I got to the stadium, a lot of them were basically saying, hey, man, thanks for helping me get through my assignments. And that was, that was awesome. Now, you know, they asked me, did you know you were going to be genius of the year? N- no, I didn't until they lined us up to go inside. Now, I'm going to tell this little, <laughs> this little secret. I, I want to throw Doug O under the bus, but I'm going to throw Doug O. So we got these tickets, by damn, the way. Damn, damn. Called him out by name. Right? right? Well, uh, it's not really his name. I kind of named him that. But they give us these oh, okay. tickets because these are our seats that we're going to sit at for graduation. And I was in row zero, right? So they, when the Padres uh, um, employees were there to line us up, the guy who was lining us up, his name's Doug, and we're row zero. So I was like, oh, we just go with Doug O, right? Like, that's his name. <laughs> so I named him Doug O. And so they're lining us up, and they line us up by name. And so he's going down the checklist. He's all, you know, Michael, you know, he's just naming all the names. And then he gets to mine. He's all, oh, Hernan, okay. Oh, congratulations on Genius of the Year. And I was like, what? And a couple of us looked at him like, huh? And then he <laughs> kind of looks at us and goes, oh, uh, I think I just said something I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. We, so, need that. we need that Hagrid clip. Yeah, I probably uh, shouldn't should have said, said that. that. So that was a little, that's actually when I when I found out. And and so we go into the stadium and, you know, we, we have a great time. We listen to the different speakers and then they announce uh, Genius of the Year. Billy announces Genius of the Year. Uh, and so I get to go up and and kind of give a speech. So did I know what I was going to say? Not really. But, you know, once Doug O told me, I was like, okay, I got to think of something real quick, right? I got I to gotta put something together. Uh, and so I, I got to give a, a, little, a little speech. And really, my speech was a, was a shout out to everybody else, to all the other geniuses in the group saying, look, dude, like, you know, I, I talked to one of them, which is Eric Eck. And he was one of the, he's one of the geniuses. And I got to talk to him after, uh, after the graduation ceremony. We actually had a conversation mm-hmm. the other day. And he's like, look, the way I see it is we're like that first American Idol group, right? We're that first genius group and we're going to do really, really well. Just like that first American Idol, the first and second American wait, Idols, wait, they wait. just take off. Is this the first time that, that Billy Jean has done this course? Yeah, this is the first time he's done this certification oh, course. So we're, nice. the, we're the first ones, right? And so, you know, we, we my, my speech was essentially saying, look, every genius in here has a particular skill. We're all good at stuff. And this is one of the most amazing classes that I've gone through. And at the same time, greatest network that we've built, right? I mean, my message was something similar to that. And, and, and I basically said, look, I know some of us, some of you, you're not very good at marketing. This is the first time that you're ever going to start doing any type of marketing and advertising, but I urge you to keep going anyways. And I referenced our podcast, you know, that we've been doing it for three years. 
But yep. this is not the first time that I started doing this. And that's one of the main reasons why I was genius of the year, because you are, you will be rewarded in public for what you practice in private. We've been practicing this stuff for three years already. We have. So it's almost like I got that little boost. I ate that little, you know, Mario mushroom or star, <laughs> right? I, I was already ahead of the game before the game even started because we were putting in the work ahead of time. And so becoming yep. genius of the year wasn't doing the work 16 weeks. It was doing the work for the last three years right? so that yep. I can do well in these next 16 weeks. And that, that to me, that was one of the most powerful events. And, and I, and I got I to gotta admit, dude, it was one of the greatest experiences I've had because, I mean, James knows one of my goals is to be rich and famous. And for that <laughs> moment, for that night, felt famous. I felt famous. Right. And I was like, yes, Hell yeah. this is where I'm going. This is what I can get used to. And, and after going through these 16 weeks, after doing this for, for three years, I am 100% comfortable and confident saying that and looking in the camera and saying, yes, this is where I'm going to be because I'm working towards that every day. And what I tell my students all the time is you get the opportunity to build your own brand. When people Google my name, they're going to find podcasts real estate, insurance, taxes. That's the identity in the brand that I've created for myself. I've, I created this person almost like Play-Doh, right? I just built it out of mold one episode at a time, one piece of content at a time, one funnel at a time. Like every single one of you out there can do the same thing. And now what we launched just recently is now we're taking the podcast and we're actually uh, creating the, the agency around it. And so I sent out a text message to our database, the people who have been on our show, the entrepreneurs who are trying to scale their business, who are trying to grow. Before, but before you get into this whole thing, because I, I started on this earlier and I didn't really feel, tell the full story. So the lesson of the importance of marketing, right? And then, and then I'll, I'll have you tell everybody about what we're doing. There was somebody who reached out to me on Facebook, right? Everybody gets these spam messages all the time, right? Let me help you with your business. Let me help you with your business, blah, blah, blah. The only reason why I paid any attention to this one is because you sent him to me, mm -hmm. right? And he just starts pitching me and telling me about how important it is to do marketing and how marketing can fix everything and blah, 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 right? And I was like, dude, you didn't take a single moment to get to know me or my business or anything like that. Right. You just went straight into what you can do for me. You didn't like, like, like you don't even know what, what my problem is. Right. So if you, if, if I think about what my different problems are in business, not having enough um, customers, obviously like that, that's, that's the, the one that marketing solves, but that's not the only thing, right? There are administrative tasks that if we could hire more people, we could be more on top of these different administrative tasks. Uh, you know, uh, whether it's getting mail out faster that, that when we receive it, or it's getting into different carriers' websites and checking all of these memos that we get. I found out recently about this uh, tool in our in our management system where uh, we can see stuff like cancellations that have happened this week and you know whatever, like oh, just all kinds of different things. And if we have the people to attack all of these different parts of my business, we can be more on top of it, right? We can be, uh, uh, we can be 
we can do a better job of maintaining customers. We can do a better job of all of these different things, right? Just like, that's just one of the, one of the things that I look at in my business. When you think about your business listener, when you think about your business and the things that, that you're struggling with, how much of that can be solved by hiring a person to take care of that problem? How much of it can be solved by having enough revenue to take care of that problem, right? The, the problem more often than not is we, have, we, we know what the solution would be, but we don't have the money to pay for that solution. So how do we get more money? Customers. Customer acquisition. Advertising. It. It's advertising. It's what it always comes down to. You know, one of the things I learned with Billy is, uh, you know, we don't think of advertising as something that everybody does, right? Uh, the Rock, for example, Kim Kardashian, for example. We, you know, people bring up them and they're like, no, you know, they don't do any advertising. You don't see them, you know, pulling ads for themselves. You don't. You're right. You don't. You see them but every content. movie that The Rock does, you see previews for that. You see posters uh -huh. for that. You see all kinds of stuff. So even though The Rock himself is not paying for it, people are paying for the advertising. Walmart spent, you know, you see all the top line revenue from Walmarts and Targets and these companies that are that are just blowing billions of dollars in, in revenue that it's coming in. But what you don't see is how much they're spending in ads, which is in the billions as well. Yep. Right. So why do these companies advertise? Because it works. And I always use the example with my students. I'm like, look, you guys are 16 years old, right? 16, 17 years old. And you know every single insurance company and you've never bought insurance. And they look at me like, nah, nah. And I go, really? And I just jingle bum, 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 bum. I go, we are farmers. And what is this? The entire class does it. And then I go, all state. And they go, are you in good hands? Jake from State Farm. Geico can save you. 50%. And they all complete the sentence. I go, so how is it that you know all those things and you've never bought insurance in your entire life? Advertising. That's just what happens. And so most of the time, the businesses that we talk to, the entrepreneurs that we talk to, they're not advertising. Why? A, they don't know. B, it's a risk. It's an yep. investment. It is. You're putting money into your business without a guaranteed return on investment. But then when you fine tune it, when you hire somebody who's actually doing it, who's at, who has a background, who has a team behind them, all of a sudden you're alleviating part of your business so that you can focus your attention on the things that are actually going to grow your business. The other parts of your business that you actually enjoy doing, that you can work on, that you can scale, that you can systematize. So that's what we're doing. We sent out a text message to our database, the entrepreneurs who have been on our show. Uh, and I'm looking for five entrepreneurs who want to get started with us. And we're, we're offering them a significant discount. And we're going to be charging somewhere around four to $5,000 a month to do this marketing here in the future. But these first four or five, they're probably going to be somewhere around $1,500 to $2,000 because I want to show them that it works. I want to create some case studies so that I can show the rest of you guys, look, this is not just working for the business bros. It's working for the companies that we've had on our show that we work with. And that's really what it comes down to. So... Look, if you're interested, it's very simple. Go to businessbros.biz, click on one of those tabs you're going to see there and uh, schedule an appointment. And let's see if it's a fit because I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be interviewing as, you as much as you're going to be interviewing me, right? I don't want to work with just anybody. There are certain criteria that are required because 
I want to make sure that we are successful. And if you're not at that level yet, I'm going to recommend some stuff to get you to that level so that you can get to that point. But it's an interview process both ways. We're going to see what fits. So go to businessbros.biz, schedule that appointment, and let's get talking about growing your business. You know, this is the instruction. This is the uh, example that I like to give my students as well. Like, look, if you are a contractor and you swing a hammer and you do a really good job, maybe you're a carpenter and you make beautiful chairs, you make beautiful things. That's great. But if in 20 years you're still swinging the hammer, then you got a problem in your business. Mm. That is not a business. You have become a very good employee in your own job. So look, I'm only looking for the entrepreneurs who want to build an actual business. Who, who remember when you first got into this space, you did it because you wanted more free time. When you first got into this space, you were thinking about that beautiful car that you were going to drive and that beautiful house you were going to live in and all the vacations you were going to go on. And now you've been in the business for a while and you're like, damn, I have no time for vacation. I have no time to work out. I have no time to do anything. I can't afford this. I have too much month at the end of my money. So if you're ready to take it to that next level, if you're ready to scale, we got some plans for you. Businessbros.biz. So that was the genius of the year story, ladies and gents. Hope you enjoyed it. By the way, Billy is doing another program. I think it's, uh, you can go to coolestjobever.com and uh, register there and find out some more stuff. If you're the hands-on, you want to do it yourself, you want to get started, you want to learn that stuff, by all means, go check it out and I'd love to talk to you about it. Other than that, enjoy the rest of your weekend. It's Friday. Friday. And uh, I'm going to go watch my uh, my man crush today, dude. I'm going to go watch uh, <laughs> Ryan, Reynolds. <clears throat> Ryan Reynolds in Free Guy and taking the kids and go have some fun with some video game stuff. So uh, enjoy the rest of your nice. weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. Let's play some. Uh, mm, Got to end the music. Got to start with the music. Got to end with the music. Because I don't know about you guys, but this stuff gets me pumped. All right. Hell yeah. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.